0: Welcome to the BullCast Podcast. I'm Katie Fickler, and with me, as always, is Court Winsett. Katie,
1: put down that phone. Give me your attention, please. <laughs> you just got called out. I
0: did. Jeez. <laughs> There's the opening bell on you. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. dokie. I'm so excited about this episode. This is one that I know I've teased several times, but it is about clothes.
1: Oh, I am so excited. <laughs> I am just a big clothes freak. I'm, I'm all about clothes.
0: You, act, you really do like shoes.
1: Oh, I, yes. I am a, an absolute shoe uh, person, but the rest of my closet is clothes that I've owned for 30 years. <laughs> I'm literally right now wearing a shirt that I think I bought two decades ago. <laughs>
0: And that being old or having an old shirt doesn't mean anything because that's what we're going to talk about on this: is investing in clothing. Cat. You
1: say being old. Gap never goes out of style. <laughs> Be better than in the Gap Court. Be better than the Gap. Oh, God.
0: Okay, <laughs> but so I, yes, we want to do this episode about investing in clothing because you know, hopefully, everyone needs clothes now, unless you live in a nudist colony and. Then you're really limited on where you can actually go in the world because...
1: Really not interested in living in a nudist (laughs) colony.
0: I mean, everywhere you look, you see that sign of, you know, shoes and shirt required.
1: Mm, No shirt, no shoes, no service.
0: But why is pants not on that list?
1: I guess they just assume that people wouldn't be brazen enough to walk in without pants on, but...
0: It's a new world.
1: (laughs) You never know these days. They haven't met Winnie the Pooh. People be crazy. (laughs)
0: So uh, clothes to some people are just simply something that covers your body. And to others, it's an expression of their personality. Yes, clothes can insulate against the cold or hot conditions. They can bri- provide hygienic barriers, keeping away infections and toxic materials away from your body. They can also protect against ultraviolet radiation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's th- they serve a purpose. They're important.
1: They keep you from getting skin cancer.
0: Yeah but you probably have also heard the dress for success dress for the job you want to have so cue the runway let's start this episode Uh, talking about
1: sexy for my shirt oh god sexy for my shirt so sexy then you can't go into
0: mcdonald's because you gotta have a shirt So with our list, we're going to do movies that very much embrace high fashion or just are ones that we love that really have great fashion choices.
1: Yes. Movies full of fashion. (laughs) Full of fashion movies.
0: (laughs) And surprisingly, Court and Cam are on board with some of these. They aren't just all girly ones, okay? Well,
1: I mean, yeah, some of them. You you can start with the first one. You can can kick off the list.
0: Okay. So number one on the list, Sex and the City. This is obviously the TV show and the movies, Mm -hmm. but I mean... Carrie Bradshaw, Samantha, you know, all of them, like Miranda, Charlotte, they all were fashion icons in their own ways.
1: Well, I mean, they, there is an entire, there is an entire montage in the movie of Carrie just trying on clothes, old old dresses that she yeah. has from, that, that that she wore during the series. Yes. So. so you've seen it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen it.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I'm sure that's, you know, that's something that everyone wants to recreate a lot of those looks for sure.
1: Oh yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm going to get number two, uh, and I'm surprised that you would let me have this one because it pretty much is your movie. Okay, then I'll movie. take it. Okay.
0: Pretty Woman. Oh,
1: <laughs> my goodness.
0: I mean, it's it's such a great movie, and her fashion is incredible, obviously. Julia Roberts, Richard Gere, but the scene of her on a Rodeo Drive getting turned away from the one fashion store, and then the other one where she does have mm-hmm. a fashion moment where she's trying on different outfits. Big and... mistake.
1: Huge. <laughs> Yes. Okay, I'll take number three because I do love this movie, Clueless. Oh yeah. I mean, um, so Cher and um, what is the what is the friend's name? Dion. But the the guy, there's also the guy, the gay guy, Christian. Okay, yeah. So he he's got like he's got style, you know.
0: He does have style, but the greatest you're missing the most important part of that is that. Cher has the closet computer system yes that, that I still wish still I had because yes, it's course. incredible. It shows like mix or match. Oh, that doesn't work. But it's a it's a database of her closet, so she truly is making sure to be aware of everything in there and change it up. And I mean, I feel like Cam's a genius over here. He could create. A whole system of, like, your clothes are in there, and then you can put in, like, Last Worn, and...
1: Also, fun fact, Clueless, based on what classic novel? Anyone? Anyone?
0: Bueller? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I know this. It's, uh, it's Emma. Oh! Yeah.
0: I don't think I knew that.
1: I Well, now you do.
0: I, I just still Now ha- you know,
1: and knowing is half the battle.
0: I do have to say, I still yeah. have a little... PTSD because in that episode or in that episode, in that uh, movie, when she's helping highlight all this stuff for the legal cases, Mm -hmm. every time I like help out with like legal documents or anything like that, I always freak out that I'm going to be the one that like highlighted wrong or signed wrong or Mm -hmm. something (laughs) all because of that movie.
1: Okay. So you take the next one because I hate this, this movie and this person. Uh,
0: Confessions of a Shopaholic. We've talked about this one before. She loves fashion, and it puts herself into lots of credit card debt. So.
1: I mean, I guess, I, I guess, me saying I hate this person is, is kind of mean. And. Isla uh,
0: Fisher. Yeah. Huh. Confessions of a shopaholic.
1: I always confuse her with.
0: Were you thinking of the Lindsay Lohan movie? Yeah. Confessions of a drama queen.
1: Ah uh, yes, yes, that's the one I was thinking of. So. Uh, okay, well, Isla Fisher,
0: apologize to her. I
1: apologize, Isla Fisher. I didn't mean it. <laughs> okay so the next one is the devil wears prada which is actually a movie about a magazine about the fashion industry and it is extraordinarily high fashion
0: yes when miranda priestly when so anne hathaway's character i never can remember her name when she goes i don't care about this stuff just you don't care about this stuff and she destroys her and is like oh, yeah. really it was chosen for you and just goes through like this spring line, this fall line, blah, 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 blah. All of this was manufactured. You were supposed to wear this because of, I told you to. Yeah. And it's just like, whole. Oh.
1: Boom. Yeah. And it turns out that actually the bad guy in that film was her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. He was a giant dude. He
0: did not encourage her at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Legally blonde.
1: Well, I mean, okay. So
0: whoever said orange is the new pink is severely disturbed.
1: Yeah, I, I I have seen this movie a million times because my wife loves uh, everything that Reese Witherspoon has ever done. Um, but, uh, you know, really, this can only be a movie that embraces fashion if you embrace pink. And I'm.
0: That's not true. She wears other things as well. <laughs> and then, you know, throwing it back to an episode a couple of weeks ago, then Legally Blonde 2, the whole iconic moment where it's like, Oh, you look like the 4th of July. It makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> There's a the hot dog reference
1: again, KT. <laughs> we are on a hot dog run, baby.
0: Hot dog.
1: Okay, so this next one, I have watched it once, and I just didn't get it, so I guess I'm old. But uh, Cameron said he likes it. It's uh, Zoolander. Highly, highly quotable.
0: Yeah. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> but obviously, uh Adam not Adam Sandler, why was it say that? Uh, ah. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller is a model mm. and it is all about his blue steel and the look and so it's crazier fashion, but it's it's fashion world. Yeah. Uh, the great Gatsby. Now I had yeah, to argue I'm, this point with you, Corey. Yeah,
1: we we, we this is we we initially were do, going to do a list of movies that were fashion related mm-hmm. and we sort of switched it to a list of movies that were just in Im- you know imbued with high fashion because you you were so insistent on having this one on the list
0: i feel like these would be the type of movies that um you really have to give a nod to the costume directors yeah. for doing them and how they really put together stuff but so the great gatsby um Obviously, it's all of them, but I'm really thinking about the last one with Leo mm-hmm. and how it is just visually appealing. It's lavish and all the costuming and how uh, Jay Gatsby mm-hmm. was so dressed. He was so dapper and dressed yeah. perfectly. And just well, it makes all you want to. It
1: makes you want to dress like you live in the twenties. Yeah, mean, like y- y- the the suits that the guys wear. They all just look. Excellent. The, the 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 way that the ladies dressed in the twenties, it was just it, it was all just roaring twenties greatness. Okay, so the next one I actually haven't seen this movie, which is uh, odd because I wanted to see it when it came out, and I, I have the soundtrack and I've listened to the soundtrack multiple times, but I've never actually seen the movie Marie Antoinette. It
0: it wasn't that great of a movie. I don't think it did well with the critics. But uh, Kristen Dunst again, this is one of just her clothes were incredible (laughs) it was really incredible and then you saw the behind the scenes of what these women went through to wear these grandiose ball gowns i'm
1: actually amazed when we get done with this list i'm gonna throw one at you that you didn't put on the list and i'm surprised that you didn't okay but moving on next one is gone with the wind oh yeah i mean antebellum dress and so forth that's all you know, very lovely and whatnot.
0: Although with it, you know, who replicated the great fashion from this would be Carol Burnett's iconic, um, yes, taking the curtains and still having the curtain curtain rod. rod. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) If you haven't seen that little skit, check it out. It's awesome.
1: Well, you know, but then I said, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's?
0: Oh yeah. Breakfast at (laughs) Tiffany's is another iconic one that everyone recognizes that look.
1: That's the, the the tiny black dress, right? So you know that's that's the with poster. With the curls of the movie. and the yeah. black
0: black hair slicked back in a mm-hmm. bun, and just very classic looking. But then it's also the oversized nightshirt with the um, eye mask on top of her head. Like there's a lot of iconic outfits that came mm-hmm. from that. I mean, it's Audrey Hepburn. Come yeah, on, yeah,
1: yeah. She was lovely. Yes. So next one, Katie.
0: Crazy Rich Asians.
1: Um, okay, so I love this movie. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I absolutely love it, but I. And they're extraordinarily wealthy, but I was paying more attention to the cars and to the house and stuff like that. I was not paying attention to the. I think it's,
0: again, fashion. kind of the Gatsby thing of it's all this lavish lifestyle, but everyone was very well dressed and it's just everything was elaborate.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next one is Casino, mm-hmm. which I have actually never watched. Um, after, basically, after. I think everything went downhill for Robert De Niro after uh, that that movie. What was the name of that that movie that he did before Casino? Um, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Thank you. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's with Casino, it's everyone's dressed lavish and, you know, everyone looks dressed to the nines and it's how with any of these movies you see about Monte Carlo or casinos or anything like that, everyone was dressed up to go to the casinos. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course, then, you know, I think I've talked about on the episode before, my buzzkill when I actually went to Vegas and was expecting everyone to be dressed to the nines, and uh, they weren't. It was really disappointing. Well, Casino,
1: the movie, was based in the 70s, wasn't it?
0: Yes. Okay. But still, that's what I'm saying. is It used to be that people dressed up for the casino, and it was a event. It was a place to be seen and to have an experience, and so you had... The cocktail dresses, the bo- the evening gowns, mm. the suits, everything.
1: Now, it's still like that in Monte Carlo, isn't it? I don't still, know. Never Monte Carlo, in Monte
0: Carlo, yes. But, mm. but in uh, Vegas, and no. it is not. It and is certainly people... not in Atlantic City. Yeah. They and br-
1: definitely not in Tunica.
0: No. <laughs> they roll out the street and have their oxygen tank with them.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, the last one that you is on the list uh-huh. is...
0: All the Bond movies. Just
1: Bond Bond movies. <laughs>
0: James Bond, his fashion, all the Bond girls, their fashion. Yeah. James
1: Bond is just a well put together gentleman. Oh yeah. I mean that's that's even not that's not even considering the fact that um that, you know, all of his suits have cool gadgets in them a lot of the time because, you know, he's Bond. Yeah. Um, but he also just looks I can't think of anybody who has played James Bond that didn't look Like a dapper, dapper man. Yeah. And then the Bond girls, obviously. There are some iconic looks of the Bond girls.
0: Oh, yeah. They always looked great, but it's...
1: Everything from their high-fashion dresses to their swimsuits Mm -hmm. have made an impact. So, yeah. Big, big deal. Okay, so that is the list, ladies and gentlemen. That is what Katie put together. (laughs) Katie, I have to ask you, why one movie in particular didn't make it on this list? Because... You went and saw it when it came out, like when it was released, and it was released recently.
0: Oh man! And you
1: could all you could talk about was <sighs> the fashion of the movie
0: Cruella. Yes, the new Cruella movie is absolutely incredible. I have dreams of investing one day in one of the outfits that she wears, and it's uh, if you haven't seen it yet, but it's this is one at the very end. That is the black jacket with the kind of tinted up shoulders, and it's, it looks like a cape thing. Oh, I want it so bad. So if you know where to find one, let me know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know how I forgot that I one left because it, off oh, the list. it is incredible. It is all about Cruella as a fashion designer, which really wasn't that. I mean, Glenn Close one, it really was in there about her being a fashion designer, but the cartoon one, I never got really that she was a fashion designer at all. I loved the She wanted the dogs to make a coat. Yeah, but there's... A difference of wanting the dogs to make a coat and just being like, I'm rich and I want something ridiculous mm. versus being an actual designer mm. and having the creativity behind it to think of doing all those things.
1: Yeah, she was still a horrible person. Let's be, let's be, let's no, no, be real. No, no,
0: no, 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 Go see, Have you seen the movie? I have not seen Cruella, I then will admit. don't say that.
1: But 101 Dalmatians, by the time that she reached that stage of her life, she was a terrible person. Okay, so I feel like we've lost Cameron. Generally speaking, when we've lost Cameron, that means we've probably lost the audience. So let's move into our meat and potatoes. Try and get Cameron back, Kate. Yes.
0: I'm back. Just talk about hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) So to close make the person, the phenomenon is called Enclothed Cognition. Or the influence your clothes can have on the way you think, you feel, and you behave. Mm. I mean, did you really know that clothes can make that big of a difference? It's, you know, it's something that's developed from a practical asset to a social marker. They affect the way we see ourselves. They affect the way other people see us. It can be how we're seen in a light, how we wish to be seen, how we want to have our personality shown and our social status. It's oftentimes the first impression that people have about us is based on what they see us wearing and it's a reflection of current fashion trends and the cultures according to discovery news humans started donning clothing nearly 170,000 years ago so this is not a new thing y'all.
1: my word that's <laughs> a long time for clothes to be a thing yes i mean they basically it basically started back in the garden of eden i mean you know eve ate the apple fig she, fig
0: leaves and animal
1: pills. yep <laughs> yep she realized started protecting their oh, stuff <laughs> yeah Put on some clothes.
0: Yeah. So I I wanted to talk about this episode about investing in clothing because it is something so important. You know, a lot of times... And it is
1: an investment. I mean, good clothes can really cost a lot of money.
0: Yeah. it's So making an investment, in its simplest terms, making an investment is the process of spending money that you predict will be returned or even increase in the future. Investing in clothes, it can be rewarding. It can be exciting. It you know can be practical.
1: Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to break in here and say I've never been excited about investing in clothes.
0: Uh, 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 uh. That is not true. Courtland wins it.
1: Oh my! She pulled out Courtland. You she's, and she's pointing at you.
0: <laughs> you got very excited about a certain pair of shoes.
1: Well, again, uh, yes, shoes I, are clothes. I do get very excited about shoes. But so
0: it, retract, retract your statement. No, I re- no, no. It's
1: re- consider it retracted.
0: Okay. So investing in clothing can be rewarding and exciting, but it's also a practical experience. It can change the way that we shop. We now pay way more attention to where we spend our hard earned money, or we hope you do, and where we're buying things. You think about it now, it's so much more about who's the person behind the clothes, who's making it, where are you buying it for, from, and being really thoughtful about that. Mm-hmm. But it needs to provide a return. And this return, it it can be emotional and bring joy to you and be something that really means a lot to you. So it's, or it could be something that it's a return that you know this is a staple item. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but this is something that you know you are going to wear a lot. It's mm. going to be something that is every day you're going to find yourself wearing it.
1: Everything I buy, I wear a lot. And I wear it for years and years and years until it almost literally falls apart at the seams.
0: Yeah, a lot of times people think about buying a car and they're like, I'm gonna drive it until the wheels fall off. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the joke. Well, so when you look at certain clothing, you think about it, am I gonna wear this? Or is this, am I just buying this for different reasons? Am I buying it because I feel pressured to buy it? Or because it's trendy right now? Or something like that. There's gotta be thought process behind it. And it kind of goes back to our, rational thinking episode and justification of why you're purchasing things
1: yeah i don't i'm gonna be honest i don't buy clothes because they're trendy i buy clothes because they look good on my body and that's one of the the hardest things that i and i don't know are we going to talk about this one of the hardest things about investing in clothes especially really expensive clothes is if you also struggle with weight gain and weight loss. Yeah, I'm gonna touch on that. Okay. Yeah. Because that's that is my big issue. I don't ever want to buy clothes because I'm like, oh, I need to lose weight or oh I might gain weight. You
0: know I'm I'm with you there. Like I buy clothes for comfort, but Mm. I have a big hang up with spending money because fashion goes out of style so quickly and it's just such a waste. And that well that's that's okay. That's it thought process you need to change. And I'm going to talk about that in a second, about how it's those staple and those true investment items. And that there's certain things that you can get that are going to, you know, pay a little bit less for because they're super trendy, or you need it for just a certain thing or a certain short amount of time. But if it's something like I'm skipping ahead and we'll go back, we'll delve into it a little bit deeper in a second. But like for a woman, a little black dress. Mm -hmm. Having a standard black dress that is comfortable, that you feel good in, that you know at any moment you can grab, that is an investment that you want to spend good money, that it's a good fabric, it's going to last, and again, I'm going to go into this a little bit more, but you take care of it, but it's there for you that you can change up with different colored shoes, different accessories, jackets, scarves, stuff like that, that it's that same dress can be used for multiple things and for guys it's that good tailored like suit that you make an investment on having that or like have an investment on some really good khakis because you know you wear khakis all the time
1: i do think that every every guy should have at least one good sunday suit you know Mm -hmm. um and and putting some money into it can definitely make a difference in terms of how long that suit will last yeah um, and how you treat it and how you care for it obviously makes a big difference as well. I think a lot when 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 I think of men's fashion, uh, for for whatever reason, um, the movie Kingsman always comes oh, yeah. to mind. I mean, like you know those those bespoke suits that they put on are mm-hmm. just very very impressive.
0: I mean, going back to Clueless, so share. Cher- She makes the big comment about, oh, these guys, they just look like they rolled out of bed and, you know, just threw on whatever shirt they found on their floor and blah, and like how they're slobs. Mm -hmm. And if you look at social media everywhere, what are girls posting? They are posting pictures of people dressed back in the, you know, 70s, 80s, you know, 60s, stuff like that, that have these three-piece suits on or, you know, just have this great look to them. Yeah. And how guys fashion has very much gotten lazy, but th- to the same point, some of girls as well, because mm-hmm. people just generally don't dress up as much as they used to. I know,
1: I know, for instance, that David Pickler, on a professional level, when he is dealing with other professionals he very much looks at the way they're dressed. Yeah. And, and, you know, he, it registers with him. This, mm-hmm. this person is dressed very, very well. And being dressed well can make a good impression, not just on David, but on, on anybody.
0: Well, and it's, you know, here's a little soapbox here. It's one of those, especially the younger generation, as you're coming into the workplace, it's you want to, if you are younger. So, like, when I went to go work for JDRF, I was fresh out of college. I knew I was young. I knew the job I was applying for. I was not fully qualified for. I did not have the years of experience, but I felt like I had the drive and could do it. So what did I do? I, I like put on a pencil skirt. I put on a button up and a blazer. And I looked very professional looking, probably looked much, tried to dress much older than I was for being 22, 23, whatever age I was at that point. And, then like I, when I got the job, I bought all these nice, very professional looking outfits because I wanted to make sure everyone I was working with saw me as a professional and saw me in that capacity. And I mean, that's the thing is, is yeah, people, if you're dressed down, then people are going to treat you a little different. It doesn't mean bad necessarily, but there's a different level to it.
1: Well, and even dressed down is such a, it's, it's, it's such a, you can be dressed casually. And still put thought into your Mm. wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, we're not talking about dressing casually. We're talking about, you know, are you putting thought into your look? And, you know, people, I've heard men and women talk about the fact that they have genuinely considered what they're wearing and what, what it says to the people around them. My son actually talks very very frequently about his look he has very specific taste in clothes and it's not because of his comfort level or whatever it's it's because of the 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 picture that he's putting off and he puts way more thought into what he wears than i do it's 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 impressive but people tend to have that look that you know they they they, if you put a lot of thought into your clothes then generally you look like a person who is thoughtful you know well
0: and it's it's unfortunately this is truth and it's not saying anything you don't know but we judge people by what they're wearing and so if you if you see someone who's constantly wearing graphic t-shirts then they're going to kind of be the gamer the nerd the whatever it is they're going to kind of be the grunge type if you see someone who always puts themselves together then that person whether they really are confident or not they're at least trying to present themselves that way but yes you're right that um, you know, you dress for the settings you're in, you dress for the people you're going to be with. And I know that it's something that some people will judge, take sorority recruitment for one thing. Mm -hmm. If your nails are not perfectly done, if they can tell that, you know, there's, your clothes are being held together by safety pins or something like that. Like there are some cutthroat people like that, but I'm not saying that everyone needs to be high fashion. You just have to figure out Who are you? What is your message you're sending? And know that the clothes make the person. It really does.
1: Manners maketh the man.
0: Yeah, and it's so, you know, to one person spending $200 on a pair of jeans sounds ridiculous. But then you think about it to someone who loves jeans and wears jeans all the time, paying for a good pair of $200 jeans that are going to last them for a while, that makes more sense than buying... Cheap jeans that, after the first two or three washes, are going to start having holes in them. I
1: Listen, this is the one place where we are going to have to disagree. <laughs> because I used to buy, um, back, back when I was buying high fashion jeans, they were only $100. <laughs> Did you have studs
0: on the pockets?
1: Um, I, I used to buy a brand called Gerbeau this these no they were all the rage back when i was a kid and so i had tons of pairs of Jerbo jeans i came to find that you know what Hi, unlike other high high quality high dollar clothing high quality high do- or high dollar jeans do not necessarily mean high quality jeans you can buy That's a pair true. of levi's that will last you Forever. That's what I wear. Yeah.
0: That's true. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just because the price tag doesn't mean it's high quality. So it's got to be a compromise of high quality. And sometimes that does equate to more expensive because it's one of those, like, I know true religion. I don't know if I I haven't bought true religion jeans in a long time, but I used to wear jeans a good bit. You've rarely ever catch me in jeans now. But I had a pair of true religion jeans that I wore to death and loved them. Of course, then David Pickler at one point and my mom, um, I bought a pair, another pair of true religion jeans that had all the cuts and holes in it. And he's like, mm-hmm. you paid $200 for jeans that are already torn up mm-hmm. because that was trendy. So to your point, Cam, like I probably shouldn't have spent that much on something that was super, super trendy. Although, and I'm getting down tons of rabbit holes, fashion cycles back around because baby, we were back in the nineties. We are so back. <laughs>
1: then there are those of us that just l- let the fashion pass us by and when it circles back around I might be in trend for a minute but then I'm just I-, I go back out of fashion very quickly fortunately for me you know guy with khakis and a shirt that doesn't really ever go out of style get your cargo shorts <laughs>
0: um okay let's let's get into some of the reasons I'm spending I, yeah. We, we, This is just such a fun conversational topic, but I want to get to some of the points here. So reasons to start spending more money on clothes. Hmm. So there's there's several in here. So number one, they'll last longer. So the cost per wear equation, which I didn't, I mean, there is financial and there are equations to so many things. Cost per wear equation breaks down how much you'll spend per wear on an item in relation to how long you'll have it. Typically expensive items went out and are far cheaper in the long run. They tend to be made in smaller batches, so less mistakes. So again, this is to your point, Court, about the higher quality Mm -hmm. and really figuring out those that are going to last. I, at this point, I'll throw in, um, I'm very bad about, and I'm trying to break myself of this habit, and I should put a caveat on this entire episode My parents and my husband, if you're listening to this, I'm preaching to what people should be doing and not necessarily what I'm doing. I admit I have a problem, but um, I'm very guilty of, I understand the importance of investment in good clothes, but I also am very much a creature, a habit of if I've got something coming up and I want something new or whatever, and I've crunched on time, I'll get on Amazon and I'll buy something like oh well it's only you know 20 bucks it's only you know 30 bucks whatever i'll get that it'll be great and then in my mind i have this expectation that it's going to be wonderful so (sighs) i bought this jumpsuit which is kind of like a pants romper Mm -hmm. and um wore it for a bachelorette party in new orleans so it is two spaghetti straps is what's holding up this thing well while on bourbon street because it was a long night one of the straps breaks i'm like Okay, I made it work, figured it out. One strap, holding strong. Well, to go to the bathroom in a romper, you have to take the straps down and all of that. And so there's a lot of wear and tear. So by the end of the night, both straps were broken. I had to get super creative to make sure it stayed up before we could get back to the hotel. But that was not a good investment. That was Thirty dollars or whatever it was I spent on it, thrown down the drain and ended up causing me more stress and could have been a huge fashion disaster. Mm. And then it happened I thought I learned my lesson, but then it happened again to me. Uh was at the beach with my husband, had this great dress, we're about to go out, I went it was a dress that tied around your neck, walked towards the door, was about to leave, turned to grab my purse, and as I turned, the strap that was holding the dress up snapped and the whole thing just fell. And I'm like, well, okay. My word. (laughs) So me and dresses or rompers off of Amazon with thin straps are not a good investment. (laughs) So that was a long, funny, ridiculous story to say. Get clothes that are going to last if you're wanting that. Now, if it is something that you have in your budget that you can just Need something because you're going to dress up as Mario for Halloween or whatever. And if you know that it's something you're never going to need again, it's a one off. Okay, yeah, don't spend a bunch of money on it. Do that. But if it's something that you have high hopes you're going to like and you're going to want to wear multiple times, it's a better investment to spend more money on it than to sit there and buy 50 items at $20 versus buying 10 items at the $200 level.
1: So, but I spent all this money on. Very few items. Mm -hmm. So now I have a wardrobe of five items that I've spent a $1,000 on.
0: So you get to be more inclined. The next thing, you'll be more inclined to mix and match. It's kind of the whole justification. But if you have bought this great black dress or you've got this great suit, then you're going to start being better about putting combinations together, taking these classic pieces, these staple items that won't go out of style and... Having like a fun, you know, Baby Yoda tie with it. Or for girls, like throwing some fun pink shoes with it or trendy jewelry that the jewelry will be cheaper and you can change it up, but that staple dress you got is not going to go out of style.
1: Okay. So you're going to get more use out of them. By
0: mix and matching. Okay. And the next one, um, you'll get, yeah, you'll get more use out of it. And it's, you know, you have that core wardrobe on hand. And so... Training yourself to think, no, I don't need to buy another dress to go to this baby shower or to go to a wedding. I've got this great red dress that, yes, I wore last, you know, two weeks ago to this thing, but this time I could change it and, you know, wear a different jacket with it or do a different belt with it. So you really start spending more on accessories and kind of changing things up a little bit.
1: That's one thing, Cam, where we have a definite advantage. I mean, a guy can buy one really, really good suit, right? And have a good pair of shoes and a black belt and can change his entire wardrobe simply by putting on a different tie.
0: Or a different shirt. a, A different shirt, yep. Yeah, because yeah, y'all have all these different shirts, and you can do like a pink one, or a textured one, or a blue one, or no. Whatever. I
1: would never do a pink shirt. I would. I, I mean, real men I, wear pink. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with guys that wear pink. I just can't personally pull pink off, not on a shirt. I have a pink tie, and I, I, I will, I will occasionally pull out the pink tie, but I can't wear a pink shirt. Yeah, I don't do pink shirts. <laughs>
0: okay another point you hopefully will be less likely to impulse buy again i know i'm calling myself out on this one yes because i do both the uh investing in the clothes and then the impulse buying Mm -hmm. but um hopefully at this point you'll try and be more thoughtful of researching like you said earlier court you find shirts that are comfortable to you Mm -hmm. and so it may be one of those and KMU, I'm sure. Like you, probably the button up you're wearing today. I'm sure you like that brand. You like how it feels, and so you got it in one pattern. You may go get more.
1: Men, men don't wear button ups. We wear button downs or whatever. I'm just saying.
0: I never thought about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Abby does all my shopping, and I like this brand. You're right. So she bought me it in a few different flavors. I <laughs> I put on the I put on a, a golf shirt this morning that I've I literally I told you at the beginning of the episode I've had for two decades now um and all of my golf shirts have started to pull at the seam where where the 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 button ends Mm -hmm. you know that 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 seam every golf shirt has it and I told Robin this morning I was like I gotta get some more golf shirts because all my golf shirts have holes in them and I'm fat and they're not fitting anymore and I, I I was just saying it sort of as a thing and Robin was like okay, what size? Oh, okay. You know, she's like, she was making a list. Okay. I've got to go get court shirts. So yeah, Robin yeah. apparently buys my clothes too. I just...
0: <laughs> but so your cost per wear equation, if you've had this shirt for a long time... You've oh yeah. A I got my wear.
1: money's worth out of this shirt. I yeah. guarantee you. <laughs>
0: and I mean, that's the phrase you think about it. Are you going to get your money's worth out of it? And, um, you know, something to also add on it is if you... Do buy these nicer clothes or whatever it is. It's it's taking care of them. That is a huge step of it as well, that you want these clothes to be an investment, but you've got to also invest in them. And if they need to be dry cleaned, dry clean them. If they need to be washed on delicate, wash them. Hang them up properly. My
1: Blue Heaven. Have you seen My Blue Heaven? Steve Martin, Rick Moranis... My Blue Heaven, Steve Martin plays a, a gangster. Uh-huh. Rick Moranis plays an FBI agent. There is a scene in My Blue Heaven where they go to Steve Martin's tailor and get tailor-made suits. And then later on in, in, in the movie, Rick Moranis, is, he's taking his jacket off and he's laying on his bed in their hotel room in his suit pants, in his mm-hmm. tailor-made suit pants. And Steve Martin goes over and grabs his jacket and starts crumpling it up. And Rick Moranis is like, what are you doing? And he's like, if you're gonna lay on the bed in your suit pants, then you might as well treat your jacket the same way. You, you, so I'm just doing the same thing to your jacket that you're doing to your suit pants.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, you know, it just made me think of that. Yeah. Take care of your suit.
0: Take take care of your clothes and, and you know, take care of your shoes. I'm the world's worst of this, but if you paid money for these great shoes and heaven forbid you step outside and get some mud on it when you, as soon as you can get that mud off of it, take care of them. And if you have little, you know, nicks and clothes that you can fix and sew and repair little things, anything you can do to make them last longer. Mm. But, uh, I feel like all the moms of the world are going, yes, this is why we say quit throwing your clothes on the floor and quit, you know, wadding them up. And if you get a stain on it, why is it still sitting in the corner of your room for three weeks? And, Yes, I had to yell at Daniel yesterday because I saw him and he had ink on his pants. And I was like, "Oh, we need to get hairspray and try and get the ink out." And he goes, "Huh?" I said, "Yeah, hairspray usually works to get ink out of clothes." He goes, "Oh, well, I've washed these like five times since then. I just didn't think there was anything I could do." <laughs> so he didn't take the time to talk to me about the investment of his pants. <laughs> so
1: okay, sometimes you really stretch this, but okay, I'm going with you. I'm I'm right there <laughs> with you, babe.
0: <laughs> so um another point in there is hopefully you'll be less likely to spend more money later um again this is if you are a shopaholic then there's always going to be something but i do think that it's you have that thought in your head of wow the this is a really awesome dress um should i spend this money on it i'll give you another crazy example so stitch fix Mm -hmm. i i do that and have um i've switched it to every two months i have a shipment of Clothes and shoes sent to me, and how they do it is you pay $20 and they send it to you, and then you have an option to keep it all, keep some, send back whatever, and it's free shipping back. And if you keep all of it, you get a discount on it. Um, and there was a dress in there that I pulled out, and I was like, Oh, this is really cute, I like it, but I mean, I'll keep it if it's one of those with the price, it makes sense. Well, then I saw that that dress alone was $198. And I was like, I do not like it that much. If it was maybe a $30 dress or something like that, I might keep it because I would wear it and it's cute. But it was not worth the investment to me to get that. Okay, so we've talked about staple items and classic items. And so here's a list. Um Yeah, we
1: we're we're, we're in we're, we're we're a finance podcast. Yeah. So let's 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 bring it into the finances. What if we're investing in clothes, what should we invest in?
0: And again, this is personal choice and you've got to know what works for you in your life and it may be that an investment for you is a good pair of tennis shoes or something like that. Mm-hmm. But this list was 16 investment pieces that are worth it in the long term. And this was according to Insider. This list is more for female, but I've got another list that's more geared towards men.
1: Although I'm looking at the list and some of these apply to guys too. So, yeah,
0: they do. So. Okay, number one, a classic blazer.
1: Yeah, I guys. Mean, I guys
0: and girls. Yeah. Absolutely. A leather jacket.
1: Got one of those too.
0: Yep um a pair of walkable booties.
1: Oh yeah, I'm totally about the walkable <laughs> booties. I don't even know what that means.
0: <laughs> it's the boot, the short boots.
1: Short boots. Short okay, boots. well then call them what they are. They're short boots. They're
0: booties. A jean jacket I don't know. Uh,
1: this one comes in and out of style. Yeah. There I, are times when I've been made fun of for the fact that I hold, uh, own a, a jean jacket. And don't then, be
0: Justin Timberlake with the double jeans.
1: Oh, my word. That was <laughs> something ridiculous.
0: Um, a versatile pair of jeans.
1: Well, yeah. I again, think that's important. Levi's.
0: Crossbody purse. I think that's important It's a staple purse. Pair of sunglasses. This one, I, I debate a little bit because you've got to know yourself. I used to buy expensive sunglasses, and I would lose them. I'd break them. I don't treat my sunglasses well. I throw them on top of my head. Mm-hmm. And girls, you put them on your head, your hair scratches them. So My I, man over here,
1: he's got some nice sunglasses.
0: Man, I had some some Wayfarers, and it's the longest I'd ever had sunglasses, three years. And uh-huh. when we were at the beach this summer, the waves took them away, and I was heartbroken. Ugh. But I just got a new pair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I like sunglasses and use them as statements, So I tend to buy more cheaper ones just because I know I'm hard on them. So again, this is it's it's a list that you have to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Next one, a cashmere sweater.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a girl thing.
0: Yep, a work tote.
1: A I don't think that is or a
0: briefcase for men. Okay,
1: um, I a mean, pair no of briefcase.
0: versatile flats. This is very important for girls.
1: <laughs> for girls, yes.
0: Pair <laughs> of comfortable low heels. Although I'm I'm one of those weirdos is I'd rather have a high heel than a low heel because well, low heels are i. Uh,
1: I know somebody, and I won't I won't say who, but I know somebody who uh bought character shoes because it worked really well as a as a low heel.
0: Yeah. And they That's I mean, brilliant. Yeah,
1: they last a really, really long time.
0: Yeah, that's I mean that's knowing yourself of what's a good investment. For
1: those that are not Dancers, character shoes are heels that people dance, use to dance. So they're
0: sturdy. They're
1: really, really sturdy. I thought I was an idiot. I'm like, I'm not going to ask him what that is.
0: Classic everyday jewelry. Versatile overcoat or rain jacket. Mm -hmm. Button up shirt or button down shirt.
1: Yes. Well, maybe women wear button up shirts. I don't know.
0: I've always called them button ups. So I don't know. Comfortable everyday bra. I mean, that's your undergarments or... And go into our last episode, um, you know, Spanx. <laughs> if you need that, <laughs> having proper undergarment, men and women, I think is very important.
1: Uh, yeah, but you know, I will say I have heard a lot about uh, a lot about buying proper undergarments for women. Mm-hmm. Men, you just buy a pair of boxers that fits. But <laughs> women, yeah, the- I wear mine until they are just hanging, but yeah. literally by thread. And Abby's like, "Okay, we're getting you more." Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I, I have heard that women, you really have to have your your bra uh, properly fitted and make sure you're wearing the right, the right fit and, and so forth. And if you're wearing the wrong fit, it can make you miserable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like
1: a, a good bra apparently can just change your life.
0: Okay, and the last one on the predominantly female list is the little black dress. Oh, no, I
1: have a little black dress. (laughs) I know I wear it all the time.
0: I think of Posh Spice from the Spice Girls, or Victoria Beckham for you new folks. (laughs) Um, She always had her little Gucci dress, but it was always this little black dress. And I mean, I think my issue is I have way too many black dresses. And when I moved um, from my house to my new house, I actually counted at one point, and I'm not going to admit how many I had. Mm. Okay, moving on to the best investment pieces for men.
1: Men. Yes, let's talk about men.
0: You want to do this list, Court?
1: Okay, so uh, the list says leather jacket, which again, I have. Mm -hmm. Um, Mine is a leather bomber jacket. Um, Okay. uh, Also, you can have a, a leather flight jacket. Um,
0: leather, Letterman jacket. I would not
1: have. <laughs> I, I I, mean, I know a lot of guys that like. I think it's trendy right now to have leather, uh, like sport coats, but I, I, I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I, my, my, you know, you just. Basically, we're talking about an outdoor winter coat, yeah, and it, but leather, and it looks good. Quality denim jeans, again, Levi's. Um, proper shoes. I can get behind all sorts of shoes. I am. You got to have a good pair of black shoes and a good pair of brown shoes. Mm-hmm. Leather, lace up, preferably for me. Some guys like their slip ons, but you you got to have their loafers. But you got to have you got to have a, a black and a brown pair of shoes at least for your dressing. Um, But what I really get about, what I really love is is, is boots. I I have all kinds of boots, hiking boots, work boots, you know, dress boots, non-dress boots. I I have a pair of cowboy boots that I don't wear that often, but shoes is definitely a thing.
0: Well, and jumping on that is something you and I've talked about, the investment of good running or walking shoes if you are going to try and start Uh, working out or running, because if you don't have proper shoes... like. I bought these cheapo cute little Amazon mm. tennis shoes and court and I were, have been walking around the lake and stuff and after what 3 weeks I yeah, had holes in them done. and my ankles started hurting done. all of it so it wasn't a good investment I go to on the your store, health everything
1: I buy I buy good running shoes I buy I, that's the one thing that I actually spend I, I hate spending money on clothes I really only buy shoes uh, you know, maybe once a year, but uh-huh. I will spend money on my running shoes because they, you know, they the more you, the, the better running shoes you get, the better they last. But anyway. and it's
0: better for your body.
1: Okay, now we're getting into some weird stuff that I'm not so sure about. But uh, number four is a dress watch. I think this might be a generational thing. It could be. Um, I know baby boomers uh, like watches. Um, Gen X. I, you know, I grew up wearing a watch, but then when phones came out that had the time on it, I stopped wearing a watch. Now I wear a Fitbit that tells me the time. But I, you know, I, as a fashion thing, I don't really have a, a, yeah. a watch that I would wear. But I mean, you know, so it, it, that's that's it's the list. We're just giving you the list. Cashmere yeah. knitwear, uh, nah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say nah. You need a good wool sweater and maybe a good cotton sweater. That's what you need. You don't need some cashmere. a
0: Cosby sweater.
1: Uh, no, you don't need a Cosby <laughs> sweater, for goodness sake. And if you're over the age of 65, I will allow it. You can have a, a, a cardigan. One, maybe two. Um, sturdy overnight bag. Okay, I am a big fan of good... One night bags. You got to have a good one night bag. And uh, I-, I had one for a long time. It lasted me 20 years that was leather. That was a great overnight bag. So that was um, a good return on your investment. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you've got on this list, this is not something that I've ever done. So I can't really advocate for it because, again, this is, I, I think of it as costing a lot of money. But I do know that David Pickler is behind this, and that is the tailored suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Getting a suit, and, and and I understand the logic behind it. I feel like it would cost more to get a tailored suit, but every suit I have ever purchased doesn't fit me so, exactly right. So you know? it wouldn't have
0: to be a custom tailored suit, but it could be one that you just buy a suit and then go and get it altered to fit you. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of goes with the whole a bra makes an outfit, but a ill tailored suit, then it just, you look frumpy or things are just not right. And so I think it's a good investment if you know you're going to be wearing suits a lot or needing that good, reliable suit to have that if it fits you.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I can't argue with the logic. I just, it it just, I just, it feels like it's going to be expensive and it makes me nervous. But I, I, I do, I understand, like I, I have a suit that, that there's one suit that fits me right now and it doesn't really fit me. It, so every time I put it on, it makes me feel uncomfortable having it on.
0: Boom, right there. That's the point then of having it tailored to you so then you feel good because so much of it is if you don't feel good in what you're wearing and you're constantly like pulling at it or kind of tucking or hiding, mm-hmm. it becomes a very big deal. And it's so if you're going to have the clothes and you're gonna wear it, then you want to make sure you feel good in it. So you want to make sure it fits you properly. But yeah, I think that altering and tailoring things are something that people think is a frugal ex- or they, they they're frugal about it. They don't want to do it. They don't want to have that they expense. think it's like a
1: splurge, splurge or splurge. Yes, yeah, that's what I was
0: trying to say. And it's really not if you're wanting to wear this and have this there for you. Yeah. Um you know, one thing that you mentioned before that I really didn't know how to address, but there is the elephant in the room of people who yo-yo with their weight Mm -hmm. and how that is something that I don't really know the proper way to think about that, but it is something to know that you got to know yourself. And it is that hard line to, okay, you don't want to buy clothes because you've had a bad couple of months and gained some weight. Mm -hmm. So you motivate yourself and I think women are notorious, but men could be as well of having their closet where, well, here's the clothes that fit right now. here's you know, if I'm having a fat day and here's if I can get to my goal weight. and I'm never gonna like every woman I could promise probably has a pair of jeans that are their goal weight pants.
1: I have a, I have I'm not a woman. just <laughs> but I have a I have a pair of jeans that I bought uh, seven or eight years ago that were waist 34 and I had not, I had not been able to put on a waist 34 pair of jeans since high school. And I bought the, in high school, I wore a 32. Basically when I went to college, 32 went away. I've never been back, but, uh, seven or eight years ago, I bought these 34 jeans and I wore them for maybe one season and then I started gaining weight and I've never gotten back into them. But they're still in my closet, man. And I'm going to get back to them someday.
0: <laughs> well, and it's, I mean, obviously into the next thing and a second about budget. Oh, that ugly word. But if it gives you some hope and it's not really hurting you and there's space for you to hold on to some of those items that you may not be able to fit in right now. I think
1: that's the key is, is, is there, is there space? Yeah. I, I, you know, don't, if it's, if it is a good look, that's not out of style, mm-hmm. then why wouldn't you keep it? Yeah. In, in case you know if you're especially if your weight fluctuates
0: yeah if it's some little crop top tank top that you loved in college and you are to the point where you probably should not be wearing it anymore I don't know that that should be taking up space unless you're you know planning to I don't know dress up for some crazy costume one day I don't know
1: both my girls do all these secondhand clothes sales websites now um, see
0: and that's a trendy thing that's a generational thing because I mean, everybody's different on that, like in the whole what brings you joy and not hoarding clothes. Mm. But then um, I know myself and another girl in the office, we hold on to clothes for forever because you never know what could turn into a costume or what trends could come back or you could mix and match with whatever next big staple piece you get. Yeah. But so the last component of it, again, you know, we are financial. We've got to hit it home with this is budget. And we've kind of talked about this again, but it's... um. You you've got to know what you can spend and what you can afford and having that budget item for clothing and knowing that yes this $500 great pair of shoes that are really going to last for a long time is a good investment but can you afford to do that right now mm-hmm. like you've got to put that in perspective and is it that you need to get rid of some clothes that you have in your closet that you're not going to ever wear again that they are completely out of style and it's not gonna happen. Yes, mom, I know I need to hear my own advice I'm giving right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't need to go out and buy preté if it's if it's clothing that you just can't afford because that's that's just silly.
0: Yeah, because I mean clothes don't last forever. And especially if you don't take care of them, they won't last forever. So if you know you're someone who is not going to send your clothes to the dry cleaner, or is not gonna hand wash, then don't buy stuff like that that's just gonna be ruined and you're wasting your money. Amazon will get you. They're the devil. I'm telling you, they're the devil and they're the angels. They're all they're good and bad. I love them. But they will get you, for sure. I, mean,
1: I swear to God, we take a different position on Bezos every I mean. every episode that we do. One day, he's a devil. One day, he's an angel. It's yeah. crazy.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, your mom is right. Where are you going to wear that? Like, why did you buy that? That's ridiculous. Mm. I bought these glitter tennis shoes the other day that are, they were a little ridiculous. They look fun. I'm like, oh, they're going to be fun. I'm going to feel... Good. I cannot figure out where to wear them, where it's going to be appropriate, and I don't look like a child. You know
1: exactly where you're going to wear them, Katie. <laughs> Admit it. You know exactly where you're going to wear them. You're going to wear them in Disney World. That's where you're going to wear no, them.
0: No, but they're not comfortable to walk around the park. <laughs> oh, so, see? Well,
1: then you made a bad choice. <laughs>
0: exactly. I made I made a bad impulse because, back to the uh, justification and rationalizing episode, I was in a bad mood that day. They were sparkly. They caught my attention. Boom. That's what happened. Atlanta. And it's, don't get sucked into keeping up with the Joneses because that is a lot with the clothing is we all see these celebrity influencers and they're wearing all these things. I am pleased to see someone like Collins Toohey, who we talked about um, on the football episode. The Toohey's family is who the blind side's about. Mm -hmm. Collins Toohey is local to Memphis and she's an influencer, but she posts. A lot of clothing haul, and she'll do some that are high end, but then she'll do some stuff where she's gone to Walmart and shown how she's paired different things or found great finds. So it's one of those that keeping up with the trends and the Joneses doesn't always have to be these crazy name brands, high things. You can find things that are trendy that are not that expensive, so then you don't feel as bad when. The wind blows and it's a new trend the next day.
1: Okay. So we're gonna have to do a whole episode on influencers just to to explain it to people like me, Gen X, and people like baby boomers who just don't get how it is that these kids are making a living off. Yeah, that is something we need to talk about. That it is absolutely crazy. But for now, I feel like we've probably at least hit the high points on fashion. Certainly told y'all <laughs> to watch some good movies and gave you some good pointers. So uh, why don't we wrap this up and give y'all a bullseye?
0: Okay, so since this was kind of my episode, I'll bullseye this first. Um, it is about knowing yourself, knowing that clothes do, in a way, make the person. And so when you are figuring out your budget, when you are figuring out your overall you know, persona and who you want to be, you need to take a look at the investment of clothes and you need to make wise investments with it. So getting those solid staple pieces that can really mix and match and last for years, last for a very long time. But then with any kind of investment, you've got to be willing to have some skin in the game. Yes, you put down the initial money to buy it but you also need to nurture and take care of this clothing item to make sure it will last for all this time and so it is it everything wraps down to finances and clothing are so important don't get sucked in the trends don't get sucked into keeping up with the joneses and if you want to be that way then you know just be wise with the money you're spending
1: all right bullseye katie listen i'm not a fashion guy i'm a schlub i dress like a schlub i probably should Work more toward dressing well Maybe you can help me with that So I don't really have a bullseye for this episode Other than I'm, I'm going to take your word for it And I've uh, got a couple of things on that list That I'm not going to buy I'm not <laughs> ever going to wear cashmere I
0: can't I can wait for us to show y'all a picture Of Court and KM In their matching jean jackets <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I'm feeling a makeover episode where It's like Katie's <gasps> oh, Super Bowl Like the swan but for men <laughs> Oh my goodness <laughs> Okay, I got to lose it. We
0: have to have a high fashion photo shoot.
1: Oh, let's do it. Okay. Call Kimba. I have no bullseye. That's my bullseye. There's the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, you've made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you haven't heard us before, but you want to hear us more, please feel free to go to your favorite podcast subscription service and... Subscribe to Bullcast Podcast so that you can have it beamed directly into your ears every single week. That's Thursday at noon. If you like pictures, we're going to post some fashion pictures sometime soon on the Insta. We got the Insta. It's going to be on the Insta. Our handle is at Bullcast Podcast. We also have words. That's on Twitter. It's at Bullcast Podcast as well. And then finally... No, not finally. Actually, I didn't mention our website, did I? Go to www.bullcastpodcast.com. Oh, yeah. And leave us a comment or suggest an episode if you or suggest a, a topic for an episode if you want to. Uh, you can find out more about me and Katie. But if you want to find out even more about me, me and Katie, you can go to the website for the place where we work. We work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors, financial advisor firm. Uh, And that website, you can go there and find out about us, find out about our amazing team, and find out about our boss, David Pickler. That's PicklerWealthAdvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, I have rambled far too long. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. And We out.